0: Welcome to this bonus episode of Bike Talk with Dave. Why a bonus episode? Well, because there are so many cool rides, races, and events, as well as incredible people doing incredible things, and once a week just isn't enough to tell all the great stories. So Wednesdays from now on, we'll be sticking with our regular format of conversations with awesome people, some fun reporting from inside events like the RAGBRAI Spectacular, Single Speed USA, and last February's Serum episode. And then midweek, when we get them, we'll tell you all about some of the fun, unique, cool events, rides, and races around the country. Our first one on this bonus format is the Rattlesnake Gravel Grind. Why is it unique? Well, rattlesnakes for one, but also the event directors are cool. King David, ah, dang, I always do that. David King and his Stratocaster shredding friend, Jimi Hendrix. I'm not kidding. That's his name. I'm excited to introduce them and their race to you. So, go grab a cup of chain-and-spoke coffee and enjoy my conversation about the Rattlesnake gravel grind in Sweetwater, Texas. Hey guys, listen, I am thrilled to have on two living legends that I can't really believe that I got on Bike Talk with Dave. One is known for slaying Goliath, as well as Quite a bit of biblical poetry, I would say. Uh, that is King David. Ooh, I mean, David King, welcome to uh, Bike Talk with Dave. Thank you, sir. And the other is a rock and roll legend who I hope brought his Stratocaster, the Jimi Hendrix. Welcome, Jimmy to Bike Talk with Dave. Thanks, Dave. Dude, that's, both of those are great names. Um, and it sounds like you guys do some work for the church, uh, is that correct, uh, Mr. King?
1: Yes, sir. Um, and my name is a family name that goes back for generations, so uh, we're very involved with the church and our community and uh, help out with different events with our churches as well, so. Uh,
0: well, I think that's awesome and I I'd love your first name, obviously. I, I love the name, and I love that you're working for your church. We're going to kind of get to tying all that together here in a minute, but uh, I want to introduce uh, Jimi Hendrix. First of all, do
2: you play guitar? No, I have too many other hobbies. I, uh, that's it, not something.
0: It's honestly kind of hard to believe that, that with a name like Jimi Hendrix, like you weren't born with the guitar. Did your parents do that intentionally? Were they Jimi Hendrix fans? or Like, where'd that name come from?
2: Well, it's it's a little bit of both. Mine, like David's, is it's a family name. I'm I'm James, just like uh, like James Marshall was, Jimi Hendrix, you know. So, yes, my parents were huge fans. I've listened to rock my entire life, but it's actually my great grandfather was Jimi Hendrix uh, four generations ago. You know, settler of Nolan County. My kids are back here growing up in the same place and. That's part of that's part of why David and I are doing what we're doing is just that you know that family connection to Sweetwater, to where oh, we are. That's,
0: that's awesome. So we are here to talk about not just um, guitars and beautiful biblical poetry, but about a gravel ride weekend, the uh, the rattlesnake gravel grind, which I keep wanting to say ride, but really you guys have put together a whole weekend of rides and events, music, food, all sorts of stuff at the end of March in Sweetwater, Texas. Tell me a little bit about your the details of your ride, um, and I'll let you two decide who gets to do that, because I'm not sure which one of you came up with this great idea. And
2: D- Dave is the vision man, so D- David is going to take that.
1: Jimmy was the former president of the Sweetwater Junior Chamber of Commerce, uh, known as the JCS. The JCS put on the world's largest rattlesnake roundup, which is here in Sweetwater. Uh, It's a great community fundraiser that provides so much for people in need in our community. Um, In speaking with him one day, um, the JCS also do a lot for the volunteer fire departments around here and we kinda got to talking about a gravel bike race and he's like, well, let's do it. And so um, started getting the event put together and um, community all got behind it. And last year we, uh, we brought in 114 people to Sweetwater from all over the country. Um, Ted King and Matt Stevens, uh, Justin McQueary, Uh, Lauren Stevens, uh, they were all here. Um, Anyway, it turned out to be a really good event. If there was anything against us, it was right in the middle of June which was very hot. Uh, June's a very, very hot month in uh, Texas. Um, But everybody still had a good time. Uh, As I said, the community got behind it and, and we partnered with some different organizations here in Sweetwater that Uh, We're able to provide some concerts and we had some live music, um, but we wanted to build on it. And so this year in 2023, um, we put it all together. We have multiple bands. Uh, There's actually more community organizations that are behind it this year that are going to be providing breakfast, lunch, dinner um, on Friday, March the 23rd saturday march the i'm sorry march the 24th uh, saturday march the 25th and then sunday morning um, i guess church reference we we are doing something different than a lot of gravel events don't provide um sunday morning we're going to have breakfast and we're actually going to have a little fellowship and a little uh, church service before a ride on sunday morning because We feel it's important um, to at least have something like that put together. Uh, We attend church and you know for the gravel riders that are coming from all over the country this year um, we want to have that you know opportunity available to them and um, some of our friends that are they're actually husband and wife but we grew up with them. One's a preacher and one's the um, I guess you'd call it the music director of, of a church here in town. They're going to be uh, putting on a little church service for the cyclists. So, um, like I said, we want to be set apart, doing something different, um, but also just giving back to our community and giving back to the gravel community as well. So.
0: Well, it sounds like an awesome entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you hit it all. Like You've got food basically from end to end, uh, great music, um, beer, cowboy hats, capping it all off with a a little uh, fellowship and a Sunday morning bike ride as well. So um, it sounds like just a great weekend to spend in still uh, Sweetwater. Um, What is Sweetwater Lake? I've never been there.
2: I'll tell you, uh, what you're going to see out here that weekend is really going to give you a piece of it. We're stuck here on the Rolling Plains, Um, so we've got mesas and ranch land to our south. To the north of us is mostly cotton, uh, agriculture, oil, obviously. Midland and Odessa, we're, we're kind of in the middle edge of the oil patch there's a lot of pipelines that go through here. There's a lot of big industry in Sweetwater for the fact that we are a little bitty tiny, you know, 12,000-person town stuck out here on the edge of the Rolling Plains. We're kind of a kind of a hub of West Texas, which is part of why we knew we could do this, is that, you know, we, we've got a chamber that helps us, helps the JCs host a, you know, 40,000-person event every year. And so we knew that we had the hotel rooms here that we had the support from the local volunteer fire departments that are all really involved. We have a ton of people who have grown up their whole life here, who just love this community. And we knew we'd get behind something like this that just adds one more fun thing to do in Sweetwater that could be worldwide. So it's, if you ask what is Sweetwater? Sweetwater is a tiny little town in West Texas that likes to think on the world stage. We have a lot of worldwide industry right here And we have a lot of people who love the small-town values of it, the fact that they see each other at church every weekend, but the fact that they think big in terms of economy and of how to to run the world, you know?
0: You you mentioned a little 40,000-person event. I assume you're talking about the Rattlesnake Roundup. Mm -hmm. I'm some Mm -hmm. boy from Iowa. I have no idea how you round up a rattlesnake or why on earth you'd want to what how would you describe a rattlesnake roundup
2: well it's it you know it started in 1958 as just a an education that a, a few people the first two years it wasn't even a jc event it was some guys from town decided they were gonna oh golly was it the forest service it was usd air the forest service i should i should know this a little better but they decided they were going to go out and help some farmers and ranchers round up rattlesnakes around town, and they were going to bring them in and show them off to people and teach you know, people in town what to do if you encounter a rattlesnake because they're everywhere around here. And I don't mean like, oh, I live out by the lake, and you're going to see one a couple times a year. No, I mean people who live over by the country club have them show up on their doorstep. I mean, it's, you know, I don't I don't mean to say they're just slithering down the street around here, but you never know. It's something that you need to know how to do. So <laughs> it's, uh, you know, at least you need to know who to call. It's one it shows up in your yard. So that, that's where it started. And it grew into a massive piece of tourism for Little Sweetwater, Texas, that the roundup is a big piece of it, but there's a I'm actually going to head the cook-off this year, so there's a there's a cook-off, there's a full carnival, there's a car show, there's a flea market, there's a gun and knife show that is the 42nd annual, something like that. I mean, this is this is a big, and we have lots of things here. We have college championship cutting horse events at the Coliseum. They I don't know if they still do the AJRA Finals Rodeo, but for tons of years, we hosted the AJRA Finals Rodeo. We have a lot of big events here and so saying that the that the roundup is our biggest is a is a bold statement and and david and i we want to get the gravel grind where it's it's that next thing where it's synonymous with oh this is sweet water you've got to come try this thing because it's it's not something you're going to go anywhere else and ride i'll say that and i'm not a bike rider it scares me even just thinking about going out there and riding the little short one sounds like it i'd (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you mentioned plateaus and, uh, you're on the edge of the plains, which means you're on the edge of not plains. Uh, David, you were instrumental in kind of, uh, getting this thing off the ground. Uh, where did you come up with the routes?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, kind of funny story about that. <clears throat> uh, Fabian Seralta with Gravelocos had just had his event. Um, right before Jimmy and I had our initial conversation, and I said, look, everything's going gravel. And um, I was like, this guy in HACO put on this huge event and he raised a bunch of money for the volunteer fire departments. And um, so I called up Fabian. This is kind of a funny story. I called him up on a Monday. He said, all right, I'll be there on Thursday. And I was like, yes sir so for the first event I I put it on I put a, I got on ride with GPS and I I made up these routes and lo and behold Fabian Seralta's out there on Thursday and we're riding around and he's like he's like man it's so beautiful out here and he's like you got the hotels you've got a, a great start and finish to it and he's like you know just the changes in terrain As Jimmy was talking about it, to the west of Sweetwater, it's flat. Uh, To the east of Sweetwater is kind of where it goes into, uh, it's really not that flat. But anyway, around here, um, it's very hilly. And um, Because it's not a high traffic portion of Texas, we've got gravel roads in every direction. I'm a cyclist and from my office or from my home, I'm on gravel roads for as far as I want to go, uh, three to five miles from my front door. So um, it, it came pretty easy to be able to put the routes together. Um, and then whenever I told Jimmy, I was like, man, Fabian was like, this is perfect. You've got, you know, everything you need to put on a great gravel race it really gave us the conf- confidence to get going. And um, so big thanks to him. And uh, anyway, it, it definitely spurred us on. And it was, it was fun being a part of all of it the first year. And we're definitely excited about this second year.
2: Very, very.
0: I, I love that some kid from Cuba who was swept out of his home with his family when he was eight years old, not knowing what was going on, ends up in Miami, Florida, eventually in Texas, is now offering advice to help you guys get your gravel event off the ground. That's, I think that's freaking cool That uh, that he's been helping you guys launch your event and get it off the ground. And I would guess, like, you mentioned some pretty – legendary names did your race that had to be with fabian's help well,
1: fabian brought in ted king and um, lauren and matt stevens have come down and competed in our other event here in sweetwater beat the streets and of course they won it <laughs> uh, mm. they, they won it handily um, and then justin mcquery whenever he came down um, that was his first time but whenever we opened up registration this year justin mcquery is one of the first people to um, sign up and he's an international cyclist and man that young guy is strong uh, he was right there with Ted King till the end um, he was actually new to gravel it was his first gravel event to come out and do the rattlesnake gravel grind and to get second place behind Ted King on your first gravel event I'd say the guy's pretty stout and has a bright future ahead of him so
0: yeah no no doubt Uh, Gravel is so different than road that's and your course as I look at the course profile it's it's not flat if you look at Sweetwater from above you can just see where all the hills are and then you can see the grid of the um, ranch land uh, in the other direction but uh, holy cow like you're going up and down ton and then there's some monster and when i say monster four or five hundred foot climbs
1: well once again that's what sets us apart um a lot of people think texas is flat and fabin will tell you the same thing about ico there's it's not flat in texas it's um very hilly now there are parts of texas once you get to the west of us where it starts flattening out but not this part of the country it's um very
0: illy, so So describe uh, the route. I know that uh, first of all there's a um, kind of a warm-up ride on Friday 30-ish miles uh, and then three options on Saturday for the actual race. Yes, so tell me about the the main three routes on Saturday. What are the options, distances, and what's the terrain like?
1: Um, it's gonna be a mass start We'll have RGG 30 the 32 mile route um, RGG 60 which is the 65 mile route and RGG 110 which is 110 mile route um, mass start uh, we start and finish at the Sweetwater Municipal Campground um, we got to go on pavement for half a mile before we get on gravel um, once you hit gravel you're on all three routes will be on the same track Uh, for seven miles um, you hit about a mile of pavement again and then the 30 mile and uh, 60 mile route are heavily gravel I'd say the 60 mile route itself is probably over 90 percent gravel um, which is pretty high for most events the 30 mile Is a little bit less, and the 110 mile is a little bit less. But you see all the best parts of this part of the country. Um, You stay off, stay away from any main roads. Um, Now, if you've looked at the course map, you'll notice that it's like Birds Nest Canyon, Mulberry Canyon, Panther Canyon, Happy Valley. Uh, That goes back to that change in terrain that you're going from one valley or one canyon, just one after another. And so um, we do have some pretty nice hills around here and um, like I said, the scenery can't be beat. It's a a little oasis out here in this neck of the woods. Um, You get to see it all. Um, One thing that's kind of different or I guess I should say similar to uh, Gravel Locos, is we have a lot of rest stops. Last year we had five rest stops with porta potties. This year we're going to have five aid stations with porta potties. Um, but in addition to that, we have some corporations around here that want to set up aid stations and rest stops. They won't have porta potties, but we're going to have probably an additional three to five rest stops, which I don't think you really see that on gravel events. Uh, last year, last year we advertised that we had rest stops or aid stations every eight to ten miles. Uh, they'll probably be a little closer this year. Um, we also have full SAG support. Uh, we have a handheld radio group here in Sweetwater. Uh, that will be out there to assist the riders in every way Um, in addition to that um, there's guys that have those endurance um, dirt bikes that will be on the course keeping everybody safe we'll have lead cars um, cars that are following to make sure everybody's safe Um, it's not a closed course you can't close the half the county down but I think people will feel like it's about as much of a closed-course gravel race as you can get. It's pretty dang close, so...
0: It's pretty close, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, tell me about the breakfasts. You've got breakfast available every day? We do.
2: Uh, David has honestly been... you know I'm there to help line up the JC volunteers to be there to help serve these things, but as far as what we're cooking, Mr. King's going to be the answer to that because he's the... He's the instrumental man. I'm the I'm the day of operations guy.
0: Do Do we have rattlesnake meat anywhere?
2: Last year we had a terribly low roundup, so I'm gonna probably say no. And number two, you don't you don't you definitely don't want to have rattlesnake for breakfast. It's that's no (laughs) no way. It's clearly enough.
0: Okay, I wanna I I I gotta dive into this rattlesnake thing just a little bit, and then we'll come back to breakfast um rattlesnake roundup what do you do with them when you round them up other than educate people on what to do with them when you see them and how to round them up but like
2: oh, what do you do with them. them i mean that's uh
0: how do you eat like what shish uh, kebab deep
2: fry, actually it, breaded style oh. you know kind of like doing catfish it's a it's an odd thing it really is. It's a, it's a it's a tourist thing, and it's all right if you've ever had alligator similar. And then I know we uh, we sell a ton of them to people who make rattlesnake memorabilia. I mean, that's what we do with the most of them. We keep some for us to put on shows and you know continue to educate the public year round. And there there are some people in town that just love to keep rattlesnakes. I don't know why, but they they like it. So you know. <laughs> To, to each his own and, and like I said we eat a ton of them and, and then the cook-off there again that I'm going to be chairing this year that's one of the categories is rattlesnake so while it's
0: uh, is, is there rattlesnake chili people do that
2: I have not ever had any honestly but yes there is rattlesnake chili
0: if I can digress for a moment and have a heavy sidebar I went to Gnome for- For the Iditarod, Uh, there's a bike version, a running and a bike version. And I was in Nome, and I was staying with the family. And I was talking about chili, and I make a pretty wicked chili here. And uh, they're like, hey, would you like to make some chili for us? I'm like, sure, I'd be happy to. They were hosting me. So I made this chili, and the meat I was given was moose meat. And it was a moose that he had shot. And uh, so it was moose meat chili. <laughs> I kid you not, I, I left for a little bit and kind of went out on the Bering Sea for a few days. Not on it, but to another part of the Bering Sea for a few days. And when I came back, they asked me to make my chili again and to write down the recipe. And the recipe for Dave's Iditarod moose meat chili was in the Nome Gazette. So, my chili is basically famous. So, I kind of feel like I should head to Sweetwater and enter the snake, rattlesnake chili cook-off. You
2: could, you could do that. In fact, I was actually talking to a previous chairman, so I, I don't know how much backstory to chili you know, but the, the official... World Championship Chili Cookoff is the Frank X. Tolbert Behind the Store Cookoff in Trilingua, Texas, which I've actually competed in before. Um, wow. And so that's a, there, there's the Frank X. Tolbert and there's the Cassie Cookoff. And apparently, years ago, our cookoff used to be a Cassie sponsored World Championship Chili competition. You know, it wasn't the championship, but it was one that you built points up for to go to Cassie and cook at the world championship. So I'm, I I want to try to get that started again, but you can come and chili some Rattlesnake. It I hey it's done. I,
0: I definitely am going to put that on my calendar. I do feel like, however, that the competition might be a little fiercer in Texas than it was in Nome, Alaska. <laughs> but I might just be making that You might that be up. the only one know.
2: with chili, though. I saw that most people
0: well, there you are. Yep, all right. Um, it, it yep, that's fair. That would kind of surprise me from Texas, though. I feel like Texas is a pretty hot bed of chili, but I may be wrong.
2: According to us, <laughs> <Chile>. yeah. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, David, we were uh, talking about breakfast. Um, how's this layout? Like, how's, how's it work? Somebody signs up for your race. Um, they're welcome to come to all the breakfast. Like, how, how does the weekend work? logistically uh, breakfast included the bands the beer all of that like what are the logistics of signing up for your 60 hundred mile event
1: well you just go to our website rattlesnakegravelgrind.bike if you sign up um, really you're just signing up for the saturday event the main event that it's chip time by red dirt race management Um, and if you want to ride the friday free ride that's at two o'clock in the afternoon there's no cost to it Uh, the Saturday or the Sunday morning ride there's no cost to it Uh, really you're just paying for that main event on Saturday now on Friday morning at nine o'clock we do have a VIP ride and so um, those guys will show up we'll feed them breakfast really breakfast is open to anybody that wants to show up for it Um, there's really just three groups of people that will be out at the campground. It'll be the people that are competing in the race, um, the sponsors and the volunteers. That, that And the volunteers include the volunteer fire departments that we're raising money for. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have plenty of food. Matter of fact, we're planning on a lot more food than what we're gonna need. But um, that's the good thing about it is the community gets behind us. Um, and we're able to provide it, and a lot of people take these, uh, take the food home to their family or um, to church the next day. Um, so, cooking in excess is kind of part of the plan. Um, it's
2: a West Texas thing,
1: by the way. Just, it's just a West Texas thing. You're always going to send somebody home with leftovers. So, um, we're just doing what we do for any other event that we have. So.
0: That's awesome. So, Friday and Saturday you have bands.
1: Friday and Saturday, uh, they're all they're all local bands. Um, Friday night is Angelique and the Sweet City Band. Um, Angelique, I believe, was on American Idol. Is that right, Jimmy?
2: Yes. So don't you're going to quote me on that, aren't you? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Sure.
0: I I feel like jimmy ought to be able to answer any music question we song lyrics i'm just saying jimmy hendrix that's all i'm saying i am forever writing this day down the the day i talked to jimmy hendrix so know that even if you don't have a stratocaster in your arms right now i'm still gonna brag about this but uh anyway so that's uh uh that's friday night's tunes and where where are the Like, where's the band? Where's the center of...
1: Everything's happening at the Lake Sweetwater Municipal Campground. Okay. Uh, There's an amphitheater there right below the dam, and um, they'll actually be playing in the amphitheater, which kind of broadcasts across the entire park. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. But Friday night, Angelique, she's uh, Tejano, Texas country. Um, Man, she puts on a great show. Yeah, they do. Um, And then Saturday... We've got Backroads West and then uh, Brendan Kyle. Brendan Kyle grew up and graduated from Sweetwater. Um, Backroads West is from a town just a little bit south of Sweetwater, but uh, we're gonna try to keep it as local and homegrown as possible. Um, If you get on our website and go to Our Cause, uh, this is a big time grassroots effort. If you look at how many sponsors there is, Like I said, our, our community is definitely behind this. They like seeing the cyclist here. Uh, matter of fact, our, our Dot just put up 11 new signs in um, Nolan County to watch for cyclists because cycling's becoming, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a big deal for a while, but it's just getting bigger in this area. Um, so like I said, even the state's taking notice of it, how many cyclists are around here and, good about keeping them safe as well so.
0: And you are raising money for local volunteer fire departments and one of the things you're doing to raise money, speaking of Trek, is giving away a, is it a cross
1: check? It's a Checkpoint SLR-6 ETAP. It's a beautiful bike, uh, very lightweight, electronic shifting, power meters already there, Uh, The new checkpoints have an awesome little storage area, which is probably my favorite part of it. Um, But Trek, once again, is very generous to us. Um, They're gonna, we're gonna raffle it off at the Rattlesnake Roundup two weeks before the event. Um, Whoever the winner is, will receive the bike at Friday night at the Rattlesnake Gravel Grind. We'll present it to them. If it's not their size, Trek's going to make sure that they get them the right size. Um, but
0: That's yeah. awesome. So how does somebody get in on that game?
1: Uh, same thing. Go to our website, uh, and there's a raffle link. You click on that, and you can buy tickets. Um, I believe we're doing the raffle on March 11th. So...
2: Yeah, that'd be Probably get,
1: If you're going to do it, better get those tickets pretty quick because uh, I think we just have maybe a little over 30 days left. So
0: Awesome. Get on it. Um, and tell me about not just the prizes, but the cowboy hats. Cowboy hat seems pretty Texas to me.
1: Well, it goes a little further than just that. So uh, so Dandy's Western Wear Donated a hundred cowboy hats that'll just be given out randomly uh, To everyone that's registered Um, And then I don't know if you saw that the prizes for first second third place For the RGG 110 and RGG 60 are going to be belt buckles so um, Texas we're representing Texas with what we're doing
0: here. Nice Big uh, state fair quality belt buckles.
1: They're big. They're shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: number, number of rattlesnakes encountered during the ride. Uh,
1: no, no rattlesnakes were encountered last year, and yeah. I don't predict there will be this year. Um, I've been telling people, just jokingly, but the good thing about having it two weeks after the rattlesnake roundup is all the snakes in the county are going to be cleaned up. So. Uh, very low probability of seeing a rattlesnake during the gravel grind
0: did you ever ra- round up a rattlesnake did either of you ever round I, up a rattlesnake a couple of times
2: yeah. not by choice still yeah. you know
0: your event sounds awesome
1: we're going to keep it on the fourth weekend in march from here on out um like i was saying earlier it's kind of an oasis around here and hunting's a big not just hunting snakes but hunting everything and uh Everything that moves, somebody's hunting it. And so April 1st, or the first weekend in April is uh, the beginning of turkey season. And so we got a small window in March that we can have this event. So we're gonna stick with the fourth weekend in March just because we know that it's not gonna interfere with turkey season or any other hunting season around here. Um, That way we don't have to have it in the middle of June like we did last year so
2: it's brutal it it <laughs> right. can be beautiful but it can also be brutal and it was last year
1: how's the weather march in march just nice cool spring days it might it uh, might
2: rain it might be a little windy but you're not gonna burn alive and you're probably not, not gonna rain. freeze to death either
1: not like june um march march is generally a very beautiful month here so flowers well it sounds like your
2: timing old. was I said a hot hot, dry, windy summer, hence the need for our want to donate to the volunteer fire departments because there again, David talking about Birds Nest Canyon and Mulberry Canyon. There's no towns out there. You know, these areas are serviced by the volunteer fire departments and that was our big piece of motivation for this was that, you know, we've had some knock on wood the last few years, no terrible, terrible wildfires in Nolan County, but there was one in uh, Taylor County just uh, to the east of us last year that was devastating. I don't remember how many houses it burned, but it displaced thousands of people. And that area is serviced by volunteer fire departments. I mean, the municipalities came out to help, but we get those hot Texas summers that are – it's critical that we have that support around here. So that that's a big piece of our motivation here.
0: Well, listen, uh, let's get some support for the volunteer fire departments and some people – Uh, either down or up or over to Sweetwater, Texas, for your event. Tell me again the website where people can go to sign up. bike. And the event is March 24th, 25th, and 26th, with the, the main event on gravel being the Saturday the 25th, 30, 60, and 110 mile flat. You said it was flat with the tailwind, right? Better hope. Well, thanks tons for uh, coming on, and uh, David King. Uh, I'll look forward to seeing you guys sometime down there. I don't know if I can make it down this year, but uh, but I'd love to make it down there and, and see that uh, beautiful Texas, I don't know, what do you call it? Hill Country? Uh, there's,
1: there's some guys from the Hill Country that they say, why isn't this part of Texas called the Hill Country? Um, but as I said, it's kind of.
0: Cause it ain't right. flat. It's
1: like God just cut it out of somewhere else and put it here. It's uh it's a, it's not like anywhere else. It's it's unique. Good. I might be biased. I was born and raised here, but.
0: Uh... Well, sounds awesome. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys in March sometime. And uh, best of luck with your event this year.
1: Thanks, Dave. Thank you, sir.
0: Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks for coming on Bike Talk with Dave. My wife, Dee, and I are making plans to head to Sweetwater to ride this year's race, and we can't wait. Thanks to Dave and Jimmy for their time, as well as dedication to their town and local fire departments. They're doing great work. We can't wait to ride it. Now, if you are an event director and you want to highlight your event, find me on Instagram or Facebook at Bike Talk with Dave and send me a DM, and we'll talk about the details. Whether it's gravel, mountain bike, road, cyclocross, bike packing, whatever, I'm glad to help spread the word. Now, I'd like to thank you for listening to Bike Talk with Dave. I'd welcome you to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps grow the show. And of course, please share it with your friends. And if you'd like to support the show financially, you can look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. Or if it's easier, just hit me up on Venmo at david-mabel. If you do, I would love to send you a Bike Talk with Dave sticker, and I will use the money to help improve the show. There's a link to buy me a coffee in the show notes. Now, I'd like to thank Chain and Spoke Coffee for supporting the show. Their specially roasted beans are available now at chainandspoke.com, and they taste great. And I look forward to the opening of the retail spot with coffee, bikes, and the new Bike Talk with Dave studio. It'll be open in Des Moines in the last week or two of March, and we can't wait. Thanks also to BikeIowa.com for being the online host of Bike Talk with Dave. BikeIowa.com is where you can find all kinds of events, from competitive to fun rides, from gravel races to charity rides. You should check out the calendar at BikeIowa.com. And if you have an event, get it on that calendar. Just create an account, log in, and you can add and edit your event for free. One of those events is the Driftless 100 on April 29th in Elkader, Iowa. I'll be joining my friends from the Iowa Gravel Gang, and hopefully many of you, for a beautiful gravel ride through the driftless hills of northeast Iowa. We hope you'd plan to spend the weekend and be sure and bring your fly rod to fish one of the many trout streams in the area. It's really beautiful up there. You can register today at DriftlessGravel.com or look for a link on BikeIowa.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We've got lots of great episodes coming up, including Heather Poskovich, who's planning to tackle the Race Across America infamous Ram this summer. We'll also be doing a throwback with Steve Cannon about the Iditarod Trail Invitational. And later this winter, we'll talk with Matt Phippen, director of the annual bike ride across Iowa, Ragbri, and about their plans to celebrate the 50th edition of this iconic ride. So be sure and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. And I hope you continue to spread the joy of riding bicycles.